Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Rick here. How's it going this fine and glorious June 14th? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So you guys saw my uh, my uh, advertisement, right? This is going to be a Q&A session on today's market. You guys are the Q. I'm the A. <laughs> that didn't sound right, but you know what I mean, right? <laughs> Rick. Uh, right? Oh, no. Yes. Uh, uh, be careful, Amanda. I haven't muted you yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Happy Monday. I hope that everybody brings really powerful questions. Yes. All right, hold on one second here, folks. All right, everybody. Okay, so it is 8 a.m., actually 8.02 on June 14th, which is, think about this, in two weeks, you're halfway through the year. Woo! Hopefully you're excited about that. I know it's flying, right? You know, uh, all three states are up, even California. And California opens up 100% tomorrow, allegedly, supposedly, maybe. No, I guess. Uh, but if you're a real estate agent, you're at full tilt. You can do open houses. You can door knock. I was just on the phone with one of our dynamite agents, Omar Gafar, and he told me he's out door knocking, getting well received, which I think is great. And, I, you know, think about it. Why? I mean, you're going out and you're door knocking in someone's neighborhood that you haven't done it in a while. Whether you're in, especially California, because they've been locked down the longest, um, and what you're, you know, a couple things. Number one, the real estate market's incredible. People who own houses uh, kind of like to hear about that. Secondly, you're reminding them that it's getting back to normal, or at least somewhat normal. I hate that new normal. What the hell does that mean? But anyway, the, uh, you know, whatever normal is going to be, all right, because it's always changing, all right, and uh, so that's good. And you're out there and you're telling the world, you know, uh, what's going on? And I think the grassroots um, thing is always an incredible way to do it. All right, so, so what do we know? And then remember, guys, you've got to hit star six in order for me to hear you. Uh, but hold on a second. Star six means you've unmuted yourself. So if you've done that, remember, make sure you remute your own phone after or at least be in a really quiet area. All right, so, so what do we know about this market? Okay, we know about this market that it's an incredible seller's market right now. We know the inventory hasn't been this low uh, in, in Galvar or LVR now. I, I, I like the old name better. It sounds cooler. Galvar. LVR now. LVR is uh, Las Vegas Area Realtors. Uh, never been inventory this low. I think Phoenix is pretty close. And I think in California, it's never been this low in 20 years. So at least in 20 years or so. Uh, inventory's never been this low. Now, does that mean there's no inventory? No. It means that the inventory that's coming on is going quickly. And that's what's happening in all markets. So there's more homes that are come on the market this year at this time than last year this time. So if you're one of those people telling yourself there's no inventory, that's not true. It's just all under contract. All right? And appreciating. So your buyers really have to be aware of what's going on. So we know it's incredible market, so we have to be, we, you know, we have to keep the sellers realistic because one of the things that's happening in today's market is people are overpricing it. You get more than it's worth. Like I was just on the phone with Tim Dunn, Tim Dunn from Las Vegas, you know. Uh, I, I'm going to give you ballpark numbers. $350,000 property sold for three eighty five. dollars That's normal. But they weren't asking three eighty five. dollars That's why they got that. They were asking three fifty. dollars 
See the difference? People go, well, I'm going to add that on top. No, that's not how you turn. They got 40-something offers on the property. He goes, yeah, put, I had to put together a spreadsheet to present this thing. That's crazy. Right? So all good stuff. And you have to prepare your buyers and sellers, okay, for what's about to come. Otherwise, they'll get turned off. I was on the phone last week with one of our great agents from the same office is Omar Jackie. And she said, Rick, talk me off the ledge, which I've never heard her say before. And I said, uh, why? What's the matter? I've had three buyers not have, I'm not used to getting my contracts not accepted. And I've had three buyers. And one of them said to me, you know, I said, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a six month, a year break, rent. And I, she goes, what would you have said to him? I go, well, if you're going to take a break and you're going to rent a property, get a three year lease. What? You tell him that? I go, yeah. Because that's the truth, I think. Because, uh, you know, rents are going to continue to go up, all right, but so is property value, and the interest rates are incredible. And so I don't think, you know, I, I think what I would have, and I would have added this to that, if we just keep going through the frustration, in a year from now when you look back, you'll be really glad you did this. All right, now, and Ira and Stan, Stan Abrams from, on the same call, by the way, Stan Abrams said to me, you know, I had somebody just, I am so glad we did this six months, a year ago, sold and bought, because look at the craziness going on right now. Craziness is not, it's not, it's not going away. It's not going to last. Oh, maybe after summer. No, look at the reasons why it's happening. You know, people are back to work. Most of them, some of them at home getting paid more, <laughs> but they'll have to go back to work soon too. You know, so the economy's cranking, interest rates are low, and we have a supply and demand issue, folks. That's what's going on right now. Supply and demand. There's way more demand than supply. That's why diamonds are so expensive. All right. So, and, you know, unlike the last two crazes that I've been in, been doing this 36 years, um, other than the last two crazes, which are every time a market, like every time a market is like this, builders overdevelop and build. And so that's not happening now. And it didn't happen since the last craze. So that's why when you have the largest group of people, millennials, all deciding it's a great time to buy pretty much at the same time, all right, and baby boomers downsizing and, you know, they're competing sometimes for the same property. And so you've got a tremendous amount of buyers, uh, and only half of them are selling. You see the map there? That's why we have – so we have a supply and demand issue right now. It's not just a, it's not just a killer wave, because every time we've had an uh, incredible market before, at least since I've been doing this for 36 years – there's always been decent, plenty of inventory. This time, it's inventory that's driving it even crazier. Okay, so now that we know all those factors, does anybody have any questions about that, what I just went to? Star six. Star six, ask me a question. Don't be afraid. I don't bite hard. No, I'm kidding. Uh, any, any questions you may have about anything going on with the real estate market. Hit star six so I can hear you. Fortunately, because I planned for this. Hey, Rick. Oh, there we go. Hey, Rick. Yeah, this is Eric Harold. Um, hey, Eric. I just, uh, I got my first listing, but it's a new construction listing. I feel like I might have overpriced it, like that mistake that you were just talking about. <laughs> Where should I go now that I've already done that? Okay. Market now. It's uh, it's only coming soon. It's a coming soon listing right now. Okay, then don't even listen at that number. Okay. Okay. So look, what's it worth? 
honestly? Like, what do the comps say right now? Uh, probably like four hundred over four twenty, something like that. Okay, and what's the price at? Four seventy. Okay, so you what what you tell them is, you know, we gave everybody a sneak peek at four seventy. That didn't work. Okay, so what we want to do is, in order for us to get, see, here's what you have to tell them. In order for us to get more than the property is worth, it can't be our decision, you know, seller or agent of the seller. It has to be the buyer's decision. The only way to get the buyers to turn into a feeding frenzy, to have them compete, which is really why they go over, we have to have a certain, you know, a number of people become emotionally attached to the property in order for them to be emotionally attached to the property it has to look like a good deal at 470 we've already added all the fudge on top so you eliminate you know 60 70 percent of the buyers because they they won't allow themselves to get emotionally attached to the property because you're already way overpriced now is it possible if you price it at four four nineteen nine let's say right you, you gave me four to four twenty even if it's that for, is it possible we'll get 470? Yeah, it is. Right. It is. But you're not going to get you're not going to get over what it's worth by starting over what it's worth. Now, I know every one of you is probably thinking of an example. Well, I know somebody that did that. Yeah, that's one person. But I'm talking about if I was talking to my sellers today, if I was selling one of my own properties today, that's what I would be doing. You'll get a lot more by starting at a more aggressive price and let them fight over it and decide how much over asking. Because you know what happens when you know, when all of a sudden you know, oh my God, I'm one of 14 offers, whoa. All of a sudden you have to have it even more. If you're at coming right. soon, and which state are you in? Arizona? California. You're in California, okay. So California, you're at coming soon where there basically is no inventory that's active, right? It's all under contract. Um, and you have no bites, that's probably a uh, yeah. I just listed it yesterday, and I did get one bite today, so I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, if it goes a week without anything, I would have that conversation with them. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it was just yesterday. I thought you had it on for a little while and coming soon. But... You know, give it a couple of days. But, you know, but once again, if you know it's 420, now, now but here's right. the real lesson here, Eric. Next time this happens, explain it to them this way. Because okay. the agent who doesn't know better or the lazy ones that charge no commission, that's what they do to get the listings. I'll take almost nothing and we can add this on top. Okay, that's not the best way to do it today. Yeah, I think I was anxious because it was my first opportunity to get a listing. <laughs> That's okay. But, you know, yeah. give it a few days and say, look, uh, look at this. Um, um, I talk, and, and I used to always blame my broker when I was newer. You know, I talked to my broker and he said, and then just say what I said. If we start a little bit more aggressive or she, depending on which office you're with, you know, which, which office you're in. Because if you're, which, which, which office are you in? Uh, Lake Elsinore, Carol. Oh, Carol, yeah. Okay, so, and, and it's impossible to get mad at Carol, right, once you talk to her. Right. <laughs> so I was talking to my broker, Carol, and she said that, you know, if we start a little bit more aggressive, then people get more excited, and then we have more people looking, and we're coming soon. Now, if you get lucky and, you know, somebody comes in and is going to pay 470 tell them to take it. Right. 
Okay. But Lake Elsinore, you know, I mean, you guys are crazy there, but it's not like Orange County or San Diego. So, you know, even though you're very close to San Diego, I I think that um, it'll be a good test to see what happens, but I wouldn't allow it to go too long is my point. Okay. So, okay. So, Eric, that's a great question. And inside the question, I can think of three uh, quick lessons we should talk about. Number one is commission cutters. Okay. Um, don't net them more money. Okay. And it's just a watch. Commission cutters do not net agents more money. Now, in your office, Eric, okay, um, we ran the numbers and uh, a typical commission cutting company was netting people about 98% asking to list price. So that sounds okay. Well, they're getting 98, but your office is getting like 103 or 104. I couldn't remember what it was off the top of my head, but still. There's a big difference between 98 and even 103. It's a five percent difference, right? So if they're yeah. charging a percent less, if they're charging a percent less. You're still netting them more money. So when you go talk to them, you share with them numbers. And I know one office over in Temecula, they were at like 107 percent. You know, one of the offices in Arizona I hadn't run this was at 113 percent. So every office is going to be, but it's always a difference between the commission cutters and us full service, best brand on the planet. Okay, so that's number one lesson in there when you're up against a commission cutter. The typical ploy of a commission cutter or their plan is, you know, I'll do it for less and we can ask more. And then you share with them what I just shared with you about the problem with overpricing is you don't get more. You end up having, if you have to, look at folks, everybody listen to me with this. If you have to reduce a price in today's market, you have done your seller a tremendous injustice. Okay, so for you, Eric, that doesn't count because you're coming soon. I'm talking about once it goes full tilt in the MLS, you shouldn't have to okay. reduce that price. You should, you should go in at a price that causes it to sell. That's what you should do. Okay. Okay, does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. All right, good. All right, and what was the third? I had another one in there, uh, commission cutting and blah, blah, blah. I can't remember now, but I'm sure there's another lesson in there that I – but um, that's the whole thing today. I'm up against a commission cutter. I'm going to show them the facts. I'm going to tell them the facts, and I'm going to tell them usually uh, that's why in a several-step – this is the third one. In a, step, in a several-step process, this person has already made two major mistakes. And the property isn't even on the market yet. How, how many more can you afford and expect to get top dollar? Right? So that's the presentation I would have in today's market. All right. All right, Eric, if you don't mind remuting your phone, because uh, you, I can tell you're in your car. It's a little noisy. That'd be great, my man. Thank you. All right. Any other questions? That was a great question, Eric. Thank you. Any other question of anything going on today that I can help you guys with? Hey, Rick, it's Laura from Orange County. Hey, Rick, it's Laura from Orange County. Hey, uh, I went door knocking on Friday. Yay, first time. Um, I'm getting that same question from everybody. Yeah, we would sell. We want a bigger house or we want to downsize. But where are we going to go? There's nothing out there. How do you answer? How do you respond to that? That's a tough one. That's a great question. Okay. So I would say, well, if everything were, if it, if it was a perfect world and you could go anywhere, where would you go? Like where's, like what neighborhood would you want? What, um, 
you know, and, and then I would go knock those neighborhoods. Hey, I have this person who would love to buy in this neighborhood, right? And then you go, and, and, and if they need to sell the house, some of them are going to have that question, where would I go? So we can solve that by you just telling me, and I'll go find it for you. That's one way. Check the FISBOs too, by the way. And another way is use Apex. Apex comes in, buys the property, lets them take their equity out, go buy the property, and then if they sell for more, if, they, if and when they do, if they have to even do any um, uh, improvements, and then they um, uh, sell for more and give you the difference back. That's a pretty, it's a home run deal, guys, if you haven't looked into Apex. So those would be the two ways I would handle that. I love when they have a story too, you know, like um, you, you go door knocking and you find somebody who's willing to sell their house, you know, and then you negotiate a price. That's a pretty good gig. I mean, you know, it ends up being your listing, your sale. Uh, right. you know, unless you get somebody who's super savvy who says, no, well, we'll pay you one side of the commission. People are, that's fine. That's fine. Right. So I always, so, See, a lot of people say that because it's like a conversation piece. You know, like, okay, yeah. so, yeah, but where would we go? I don't know. Where would you like to go? What would be, like, if you if you were going to move, where would you move right now? Well, we're not really moving because we never even thought. Well, because sometimes that's just a conversation or a reflex no, right? But other times, well, if we could move over to this neighborhood and there was something available and we could sell our house and we knew, okay, right, because that's a whole different story. So then I would, then this is what I would do. I would have, um, I, okay, so I'm going to have my lender talk to you. I'm going to have him give you a call. No, you know, so I'm going to just start walking through the process. And if they're interested, they'll, they'll, well, let's just find out what it would cost you. I, I can give him an idea of what the property would cost, where you want to go. I can give him an idea of what this would sell for. There's going to be a difference. You're going to have a down, right? You start walking down the process with them. If they get excited about it, well, then you have somebody, if you get, if they push back, well, you know, everybody says, I shouldn't say everybody. A lot of people say, well, if I could sell and I knew I could buy something, well, you know, in a crazy market like this, but they don't really actually want to do it. So it's a talking piece. So start acting as if, see, see how they act to it. Does that make sense? I love that strategy. Yeah, I love that strategy. Thank you. I, I honestly hadn't thought of that, and I really like that. So thank you. Yeah. It, it, re, it reminds me of oh, – anyway, I, it, there's so many – I can give you so many examples, but I won't bore you guys with examples. But, yeah, that is I talk to everybody that brings up real estate or whatever as if they want to do something until they come. Oh, oh wait. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were – you know, you said that, you know, if you could buy and you could sell. So I just wanted to give you all the information. But when you're ready, keep me in mind. And I still get your email address and all that stuff. And think about this. Now I have a neighborhood where I could get a listing. And I'm going to a neighborhood where I could get another listing and have a sale already. That's a home run if I can put that together. That's why FISBOs are so important right now, folks. You should be working them all the time. All right? So um, I think that's an incredible way to do business today. And guys, remember now, okay, so, you know, you used to always hear, well, if they don't have to sell, almost nobody that you're working with now has to sell. This is a market of I want to move. I've always wanted to be in this neighborhood. I've got so much equity in my property. 
you know, this is a I want to move. So you have to be prepared for that. People that are serious will go through the process or at least be educated about doing it. And people that are just kicking the tires won't. Nothing wrong with a tire kicker. Right? I don't have no problem with them. I'm, I want to talk to everybody. I just talk to everybody. Remember, the whole idea about prospecting is talk to everybody like you know them. Okay? And uh, find out the whole story. Always find out the whole story. All right? Awesome questions, the two of you. Thank you very much, Laura. Thank you very much, Eric. Okay, anybody else have a question for me? Don't be shy. If you're thinking it, I'm sure somebody else is too. Nobody else? Come on. All right. So what's another question that maybe you should be thinking of? Okay. I'm so glad you asked that. Me? All right. So what is the question you should be thinking of? Here, here it is. How do I thrive in a market like this? All right, I think I've already given you, a, and, and that's, that'd be my question. You're a real estate agent, guys. You're a solo entrepreneur. You're in business for yourself, but not by yourself with this company. All right, so use all the resources you have. You have incredible tools. Apex, an incredible tool. You have the VAC 2.0 with all the newsletters and the market reports and the neighborhood reports. Use them. You have the best brand on the planet. All right, we as a company, I, I, in every office I've checked so far, we net people more money than people who don't who charge less commission everybody needs to know that when you're talking to them also i if i'm on a listing appointment i'm assuming everybody is talking to a commission card right now i bring it up even if they don't unless they're signing a contract right then i'm going to be bringing it up and say hey listen by the way and i handle that that uh objection before it even comes up makes you look smart by the way Okay, so how do I thrive? All right, well, you heard Laura mention one of them. Go out and door knock people. This is the best. We've just come out of a pandemic. I have never, okay, I've been selling real estate for 36 years. Pandemic was a new thing. By the way, uh, in the last year and a half, I've said that's a first more than I have probably in the first 36 years of being in this business. That's a first. Okay, and I could bore you with every one of them, but I won't. You just mark it has been a little different, but ultimately the way to thrive in it has not changed. I just think some of them are going to work even better, like door knocking. Think about this. You're going door knocking post-pandemic where they haven't seen anybody in a while. You're reminding them that things are getting back to normal. So even the people that would be cranky once in a while probably are less cranky. And who cares? You're not looking for cranky people. You're looking for sellers. You just, you just have to, cranky people, indifferent people, uh, people that ignore you, they're all part of the process. They're all necessary. It's not even rejection. It's just that they don't need you right now. Why do we take it so personal? Okay? All right, so that's number one. You have to get out there. Door knocking is an incredible way to do it. You're going post-pandemic where they haven't seen anybody, and you're going in in most markets, their property is appraised appreciate at least a point and a half, if not two points, a month for the last few months. How can they dislike you? They're like a stockbroker going around talking to people when the market's up. Incredible. They, they love to talk to you when the market's up. Okay, so you get all that going on, 
and you've got interest rates that are historically the best ever since real estate has started. See, you have so much to talk about that's positive. The economy's cranking again. The job, you know, the unemployment rate is going down, 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 right? Uh, people are out doing stuff. I mean, I was in the airport two weeks ago. Uh, it was busy. Las Vegas, crazy busy. Phoenix, crazy busy. You know, people, uh, the prices of flights are back up for a lot of cases. I mean, everything is getting back to normal, all right, as much as possible, and it's going to continue to go that way. But I still think we have some aha growth in there. You know, like once it's back pumping at 100%, I still think that's going to affect everything positively as well. Think about this. Last year, we had two and a half months, especially the first two months of the pandemic, that no one knew exactly what was going to happen. The real estate market was reduced by at least 30 40%. And then by July, or right about now, it started cranking right back in the gear. And July was incredible. August was incredible. So we had a pandemic, every reason possible, unemployment, crazy, 13%, whatever it was, for a market to tank, and it didn't. Okay, I've never seen that before. Never seen a pandemic before. Never seen a market kick back into gear so fast after giving any, every indication that it could be in the, in the tank. Never saw that before. Okay, so you add all those stuff together, and now we have a year of, Things are going to be more consistent and, uh, you know, people are working and all, I mean, and people are, and people are actually saying to me like, oh yeah, well, this market's going to, we're in a bubble. And you don't even hear people talking about that anymore. Or, oh yeah, there's going to be a whole bunch more foreclosures. Yeah, where? Show me where. Okay, that hasn't happened either. People that um, took advantage of not paying, that hadn't owned their houses long enough, have all sold them or they're on the market uh, or people have started paying again. Okay, so I, that hasn't happened, even though people said that's going to happen. I love when these so-called experts tell you what's going to happen. It's like, well, yeah, show me why that's going to happen. Well, uh, you know, uh, they, can't really, they really can't. So, uh, you know, I haven't ever been able to find, okay, a uh, negative uh, anything as far as this market goes. It's going to be pretty credible for a while. So you've got to be prepared for it. You've got to have momentum. You've got to have a pipeline of listings. Okay, you got to be talking to people. Don't tell yourself there's no inventory. There's plenty of inventory. It's just all under contract. Okay, more homes have come on the market this year than last year this time. So don't buy into that negative thinking. It's just not true. All right? All right, any final thoughts or any final questions? So once again, get out there. Talk to people on the phone, face-to-face, well, however you want to do it. Crank up your social media. Social media is a tremendous way to do business. Ultimately, the, the math hasn't changed. You've got to have X amount of conversations per day. Energy, enthusiasm is what sells you to people today. Because, what, what, you know, you're just looking for people that are going to do something now or in the near future. Okay, you can't make people do anything. Well, how can I, how can I give them a little push to move? Why would you ever want to do that? It's so transparent, by the way. Well, you know, I know you love your house, but that really doesn't mean anything to me unless you really want to sell it. Well, they either do or they don't. Nothing you say is going to change a, a seller's market, whether they're going to sell or not. Your job is to get them to use you if they're selling. That's your job. All right, folks. We will do this again in exactly one week. You guys are the best. Okay, go out and kill it. All right. Have some fun, too. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Sure.
Thanks, Rick.